wanna do Lord to the grave, tell you like it is to your face, she don't play Every chick down for it all, I know that she a boss No competition, no loss From the Midwest to the A, all them got you tuning in, no delay Ooh, get you right every time, keep you laughing on a dime Tell you truth, no lies, so you can live your best life Cover all topics, no limits, got something for your mama and your children No holding back, no gimmicks, coming on strong, get straight to business, oh yeah Just like that, huh? Yep. Spontaneously. So anyway. Tonight. <laughs> tonight what? He made this a night to remember. Oh. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I guess we're just still on. Uh, I'm high. Yep. Yep. I'm high. On life. On music. And love. Love life. Lit. Love a lit life. And Raheem Damon. A.K.A. <sighs> Suit Cooler Jones. A.K.A. Radio Raheem. A.K.A. My Neil, baby daddy. And also hip hop rock star. Yeah, that part too. And my baby daddy. AKA we been gone we been went together since Guess Who Loves You More and before since Radio Raheem days. We've been in the corn been going together since then. Well if we both was going on this does he have like this what is it, polyamorous thing going on? If we both sitting here saying that he was ours? Yeah, we ain't are we mad at each other about it? I mean, not really. That's what I'm so. That's that's what Polly is all about. I just want to make sure he knows. He know. Oh, okay. He know. He he knows. So, I'm pretty sure there's more than more than us. It's okay. I I just don't want to know about it. Oh, I don't really care. I just, I don't really care. I know I'm just playing my part. Tonight, at the city winery. Sold out show. Anybody who goes to concerts that are twice in one night know that you always go to the latter show. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the first show has to end by a certain time. Because a second show people will be in the lobby getting ready to put you out. Correct. And then the second show, nine times out of ten, will go longer than the first show. PJ. Sorry, guys. And it went into overtime. Yeah. He, he, um, we bought these tickets, what, a couple months ago or? The day they went on sale. The day they went on sale, and we ended up getting literally, literally 
the last three seats. Felt like it. It was. It most definitely. And 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 it was at this. Uh, did you? Oh, yeah. You already said City Winery, mm-hmm. which is actually uh, that was my first time at that venue. And it's actually gorgeous. Uh, I wish that it wasn't so packed in the way that they do. Like they need to take a couple of them tables out. Mm-hmm. But um, gorgeous. Being, it, it wouldn't matter where we sat. Um, I, I, you know, I felt like all the seats were good. I mean, we couldn't reach out and touch them like we would have wanted to, but I would have just walked up there. I started to. Yeah, he wouldn't have cared. No, he wouldn't. That's his response when you tell him "I love you." What does he say? What he said? Touch yourself. Right. <laughs> he he said touch yourself several times, <laughs> and um, that's self love. And he is big on love for the people, love for yourself, loving on yourself, loving on your mate. He's just the love king. First of all, I love him. (laughs) So I have told you guys this. Brandy laughing, but (laughs) I have told you guys this. On several occasions on the Lit Life podcast, that I I just need I, I just need to make sure that this is clear before we go any further. I love Raheem Devon. Okay, and you said it slowly, like you was going to say his middle name with it too, or something. He loves me <laughs> as well. He does. Yes. Ah. Uh. So, and we've, we've had this thing, you know, for a very long time now. And so, you know, when he's in town, if I'm in town, gotta go see him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I could have seen him two weeks ago. (laughs) But I was going to go see him again. Because that's the relationship of a stan and a stanny. <laughs> is that what he is? He's a stanny. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I just love to make sure everybody music. Understood. It's an experience every time, it's not just a concert. It's not just let me get up on here and collect my coins. Right, right. He sings, and it's amazing how he could do both at the same time. He'll sing like it's just him up there having a spiritual moment with his own music. But, the but fa- at the same time, he'll make you feel like you're the only person there and he's singing to you. But the fact that he can sing. For real. No auto-tune. Using your diaphragm. This man walked away from the mic several times and projected his voice into the crowd. And it was perfect. This man can sing. This man, like, okay, now I'm about to get angry. Because I, I still don't understand why the hell this man has not won a Grammy. That part. 
Like, listen, okay. Why are they Susan Lucci and him? Raheem Devon has pipes. Pipes. Straight up musical receipts. Pitch, tone, enunciation. It's all there. Like, the falsettos are like nobody that you know. Like, he he hit them high notes effortlessly. Like he was going to get a whipping if he did not hit them correctly. But ain't enough people checking for him to get this Grammy. But you know He's why? been nominated four times. Think I about believe. it now. We was talking about this before we was we got on the mic. Some people only claim to be real music fans. And they're not really. People who are real music fans or fans of individuals, like let's say for Raheem, mm-hmm. do you have his mixtapes? Do you see the behind the scenes of how much work he put into each production? Do you remember him when he had cornrows? If you're only going to say that, if you're a fan of somebody and you can only name the top three they have out right now on the radio, you're not a fan. Well, I disagree you, with that. You're an admirer. Fans, and I was um I was listening to oh, okay. a show. Um, Roxanne Shante has a um show on Sirius XM, mm. and she was talking about fans. Mm. We're zennials now. We as fans, we used to get excited when we knew an album or a CD was coming out. Oh, yeah. And we had to literally go stand in lines. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To get it. And then the most musicgasm, orgasmic thing is to get that CD or that cassette or even the albums, whatever was your flavor, and get the liner notes out. Oh, yeah. And you read. You got the words. You got the lyrics. You know who produced it. You can get all, all the, the dedications. The pictures. All of that. Oh, we were man. willing to put our money into whomever we were in love with as far as music was concerned. These people these days, you could just hop on YouTube for free and glance over a song if you mm-hmm. want to. And you won't even know anything else that's on the EP or the album or anything like that. It's like so, a different type of appreciation. I, I yeah, think it's, it's not pure music appreciation right now. It's like, oh, my God, albums are coming out these days, and we don't even know. And I, I, and like, I, I didn't know this had a video. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm guilty because, like, I'll listen to – I'll listen to or, you know, maybe hear something on the radio or somebody suggests something to me and I'll listen to it once and like will never listen to it again. Like there could have been something on there that was nice, you know what I'm saying, that I, you know, would be, you know, bow my head to or whatever, but I never listen to it again. You know, the one exception and I probably, I this probably over the last year or last six months, that damn PJ Morton, you just put me on that I done had on repeat, the acoustic. Oh, my God. If Raheem Devon and PJ Morton got on a track together, 
I'm going to rewind to what you just said, though. PJ Morton and Raheem Devon, they were two people that I heard one track from. Mm -hmm. And I said, I got to know more Mm -hmm. because I am a true music lover. So that one track that I hear from Raheem, I had to go back and listen to other things. I mean, I've been a fan for so long, so there wasn't much he had put out by that part. But P.J. Morton made me have to go back and pay attention because not to get off topic and talk about him, but I knew him as the keyboardist for Maroon Mm -hmm. 5 and for being Bishop Paul Morton's son. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't really paid attention, I will admit, to a lot of his solo work. But then I did hear one track, and I was like, okay, I have to go backwards. I'll do my own um, behind-the-music unsung thing because when I – I just can't listen to a song. I have to get to know the whole musician performer 360 and it gives me a greater appreciation for the music. It's like getting that CD and opening it up and opening up the liner notes. And that's what I still do to this day. And it was kind of humorous to me even tonight. Some of the people with the front seats. Man, these fools. You can tell when somebody's bobbing their head and they really don't know the lyrics and they just waiting for the chorus or the bridge right. to come up. Right. <laughs> but then you have people like us when that first note hit. Right. We are already in our position as background singers. We've started Fact. before you even did. Fact. Jumped up out the seat. Like we already was like, oh, this is it right here. This is I don't care. I said, hey, this is the version I was just playing in the in the car. This is just right. This is Believe in Me. (laughs) Baby, let's stop there. (laughs) I'm I'm cheesing like I can't even get my life. But um, she is cheesing like (laughs) he just tossed a spirit bomb on her and got her pregnant when he sang that song oh i'm de- most definitely he pregnant. did like this moment of love i am most 11 definitely 11 minute extended version Listen, i am most definitely pregnant with triplets right now <laughs> because this man now i have seen him sing this song numerous amount of times totally different and every single time it makes me cry Every single time. Isn't that crazy how music can evoke emotion like that? This man got out here and sang like a seven to ten minute version of Believe. Now, I don't know how many of y'all have ever heard the song Believe by Raheem Devine. But let me tell you this. (laughs) Should anyone on this earth. I'm going to take that back. Yeah. Watch what you're saying. Should the the right one on this earth. Ever. Sing that song to me. Dedicate that song to me. Anything where there's a tribute of this song to me. This means 
I am married. That's a strong word. I am married. He sang that song like he actually had that person that was in mind right there in front of him. I am married and I am pregnant. At the same time? Correct. In the same day? Correct. That's how that's going down. So he sang that song like it's like, did I? I don't even, I don't think I got no video of that because uh, I was too into it. Like he sang that song. It's like every time he sings that song, he's still asking this woman to just believe in him. That we always had these debates. Well, I don't be having them. I just be sitting back watching y'all dumbasses. But <laughs> on Twitter, these debates about appreciation and, you know, just all the relationship debates or whatever. And about how, um, you know, uh, uh, black women don't believe in black men and, you know, black men ain't shit and. All this and the other. And then you have Raheem Devon come and sing this song that says, just have some faith. Believe Believe in me. me. Like, he's coming to this woman like, okay, never been perfect, but if you just believe in me, we going to... Like, how can you... How can you, like, not at least consider, even if you knew it was, like, the absolute wrong person? Like, how could you How could you not even just consider? Just, I mean, I'm not saying you got to get with, with whoever the wrong person is. I'm just saying. They come to you and they say, Brandy, I just need you to believe in me. Like, I would make... I will make you the happiest woman on earth. Just believe in me. It's because it's like almost like they're saying nobody has ever really believed in me enough or something. It's it's like it's what's the word I'm looking for? Raheem. <sighs> it, it was it's, it's people a, will call it weak, but it's not it's not a it's not it's vulnerable. Yes, yes. It that you smart. <laughs> That's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Because you don't see that in men. You don't see it. You saw it in that performance tonight, though. He was so I see it vulnerable. Every single time he sang that song, even every more time that song, he was just vulnerable. Every he was just time open. I played this song, every time. It's just like it tugs at my heart every time. He said, I am not like most men. I'm not like the the I'm not like a homie that did you dirty in the past. They don't even make music like that no more. You heard what Dion Cole said. He said, you can get this. And that's about it. No, but I mean, like. But he's saving us. As Xennials, we know that some of the 
last set of good music came out in the 90s as far as R&B. And as he, far as substance, actual lyrics, live instrumentation. We got to give a shout out to that too. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't tracks. It was an actual live band Facts. And that were lit. playing instruments. And they each could play and on he, top of his vocals. And he was like... I hope my music reminds you of the 90s. And it does. It's like I want that concert on cassette. On a VHS tape. Yes. So I can rewind it and hope it don't pop. Because that's what he did. And And there's a couple other artists out right now. It's not many though. But they are Name trying one. their Name best. Name one. Name one. Um, for 90s R&B. Um, you said they're trying. I, I shouldn't have cut you off. You said they're trying to do what now? They're trying to keep that energy alive. Okay. Versus some of this other stuff. Okay. So who? Like those little boys with the dress who say that they're king of R&Bs right now. And I'm like have several seats from rental center. You better not be talking about damn Jacquees. I didn't want to say his name. But I didn't want to say his name. I, I want to say other names. I don't know. Let me go into my Spotify. Um, Noel Gordine. I don't know that person. And you uh, know what? I sat up here and asked you to name somebody, and I'm not going to know who none of these people are because I just cannot. It's not a whole lot of them. So Raheem is holding a lot on his shoulders right now. Frank Ocean. Mm. He's been gone. He's been off the scene for a while, ain't he? He back? <laughs> no. Leon Timbo. Robin Thicke Sundays that are trying to still keep that 90s style of R&B is like Anthony David Mm. Mm -hmm. Rashawn Patterson Mm -hmm. Eric Benet I mean but Eric Benet came out with nothing in a minute either Um, Kenny Lattimore Kenny Kenny has came out with something lately. Oh, I'm about to say. Yeah, he was down here not too long ago. He's a nice guy in person. Um, but it's not many. I mean, I can not even count on my two hands how many um, male performers are out here trying to keep that same energy. Now the rest of them are just talking about sex and side chicks and whatever they can, and then label it, mislabel it and, as and R&B. And pills and... I'm like, that ain't got ish to do money and cars with rhythm and blues love any of that and then why do it be sound why do they be sounding so depressed why don't, don't have no talent i'd be depressed if i didn't have talent either <laughs> somebody gave me a record deal and i can't do nothing with it <laughs> come here girl let's pop these pills and lay down Thank you, Raheem, for actually talking about <laughs> some real stuff in Ooh, your music. Good Lord. I refuse to let anybody tell me that yeah. I am not being flexible with music these days because I'm getting old. No, the music sucks. 
It's I am a real music fan, so it has nothing to do with how old I am, and it's the younger generations. They are not talking about nothing, and so our generation was the ones who started that, but we still kept it balanced. So yeah, we had Doodoo Brown, but we also had um, Self Destruction. Oh, correct. <laughs> it was some balance between the two. Yeah, we had the Humpty Dance, but then we had um, I don't know, Fight the Power. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But these children these days. They getting Grammys because they fried Tide Pods for breakfast they, and made a song about it. Skirt and and because and because they're asking their fans to uh, put them on repeat to play their song on repeat overnight. That's how they're getting their their damn awards. That same episode that I'm telling you about with Roxanne Shante, she said back in the day, I don't know if it was her or her guest that said it. That back in the day, you actually had to be discovered by somebody who really knew talent when they saw talent. Like a Teddy Riley. Or a Barry Gordy or something like that. You actually had to have talent. Mm -hmm. But now you can become big and get signed from singing in your bathroom on YouTube. And if you get enough hits... You can get a deal and don't even know where a B is on the keyboard. And so, and I'm not trying to just go totally dissing everything in music right now, but I just think that if you're going to assume a genre or a label, then you actually need to stay into that lane. Some of the things that are being labeled as R&B right now, is not really R&B. At all. Raheem Devon is R&B. And, and, and Neo Soul. And Neo Soul. Which is kind of different, but kind of the same, but yeah. It, Neo Soul ain't nothing but a derivative, a version of the little cousin of, of R&B. R&B. Correct. Because they're still talking about They're still interchangeable. Love. Yeah, it's just a softer sound, I guess you could say, to me. It's, it's smoother, more a, laid It's like back. a feathery, you know, feel-good type of sound where R&B is like... Come here, girl. Ooh, yeah. It's harder. Yeah. So anyways, back to Ryan Devon, because we done went off. We're still talking about him because he is R&B. But He's keeping I, that alive with that 90s feel. All I'm saying is the man came on stage and said. Touch yourself. And also said. Touch yourself. Have some faith. Okay, he said it like three times. Touch Believe yourself. Believe in me. And I just don't know how I'm I'm going to act when my... um. My man come and tell me that. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to act. I'm going to, it's going to, that's going to be instant marriage. Like there's not going to be, we, we're not going to need a um, wedding or we just going to go on straight on honeymoon and that's that on that. So I need to let y'all know that. So what else? Um, He did a musical timeline like tribute. He gave a oh, shout yeah. out to us 70s babies. 
and the music that created us and the 80s and the 90s. So, you know, he had to put on some Teddy Pendergrass, the TP. And then he did some prints. And then he went to when we should have been sitting our tail down somewhere with the H-Town. I had to get up and hit that body roll. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the way that he engages with the crowd. He'll get down off the stage. He'll walk through. Oh, yeah. He hands out roses. He's very people friendly. He had a rabbit. Yeah, he had a bunch of rabbits. He had a rabbit. He had to be there to get the joke, but he had rabbits. Yeah. Sweaty Rabbits. That's the name of this episode. (laughs) Raheem and the Sweaty Rabbits. You had to be there. Oh. So this is not just a rambling rant about us just being obsessed with Raheem Devon. This is an actual review of the concert itself because it was very well put together. The timing was perfect. Song choice was good. Wardrobe was good. Oh, sorry. Mm, I'm going the wrong way. My bad. (laughs) She's reflecting on her phone. I was going to play a clip, but that was the wrong one. (laughs) And I don't know which one it is. I think it's like the third one. So y'all want to hear the clip? You want to hear the clip? Sure. Okay. Hold on. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. This the wrong one, but whatever. Sing it on. Hey. I thought you were going to throw draws up on the stage. I ain't thought that. You said you was throwing draws. Or you said no, I was just going to throw I myself. I brought an extra pair of draws just in case I need to throw them up on the stage. I was just going to throw my whole self up there. But the way that you was cheering him on, I thought you was just going to go up there. Listen, this man got on stage and said, guess who loves you more? Me. Oh, he was talking to you? No, that's what he says. That's what the song said. I know. So he was saying me he he was asking me specifically Mm -hmm. guess who loves you more Mm -hmm. you meaning me Mm -hmm. and i was like who (laughs) (laughs) he was like me that's right me so that's how that went that's exactly how that story went And furthermore, uh-huh. the show started on time. Oh, yeah, it did start on, on time. the dot. It started on the dot. It and did. he came out ridiculously on the first track and kept that whole energy going. There was no, oh, let me stretch and take a bathroom break because he's right. tripping right now or anything like that. Right. That was like the fastest, what? It was almost a two hour show. Yep. Can I just appreciate, can we just stop and appreciate um, 
his hair. Like I, who is his stylist right now? He's just been. I I I, I have to be brandy. Unpure thoughts. I I have to be honest. So when he cut his braids off, I was like, "Why did he do that?" He was like bald for a minute, and so I didn't really appreciate a bald Raheem Devon. But since then, you know, I've been have been noticing because you know I people my you know what I'm saying I be you know. I'm a little, I might be a little stalkerish, but you know, so I was. He posts a lot on IG. He does, and it's for me. For you. So, um, I had noticed, you know, he was growing his his hair back, and his his hair looks very nice these days. It does. I love it. Mm-hmm. And the beard. Yeah. Now, so, okay. Now, <laughs> I. I'm not a beard person. <gasps> now, stop the track. I do like a beard when it's close to the face. Like when it's nice and neat close to the face like his. <laughs> that's the that's the beard I like. The Raheem beard. Yeah. So, like, Ghost, remember when Ghost was kind of growing, wasn't he growing a little beard or something at one point mm-hmm. in time? Yeah, like that nice to the face situation. Did you see, what was that? Did you say, it's see, um, sidebar, um, that the CDC said, <laughs> the CDC said that, People might have to be cutting off their beard because of the virus. No, but that might be the end of a lot of relationships. <laughs> Look, I said when people see these men ball chinned. Girl, I said y'all been out word, ball chinned. I, I said <laughs> I said y'all been out here beard fishing for real, like this whole time. Because as soon as you cut that beard off, you're gonna look like Jupiter. Bruh, it's 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 gonna be as ba- it's gonna be as bad as when you've always seen a a guy that has a hat on, he hat fished you, and then you see him turn take the hat off, and he got a big ass head like a water jug head well, he up under like the those, hat. What's that? Those that alien family that used to be on Goodbye, um, Brandy. <laughs> Saturday the call the call heads. <laughs> like his mama didn't shape his head right. Yeah, but how do they be? But how how do they hide all that head underneath that hat? It don't. The hat don't look like it's that. They don't big. get a fitted one. How do that do? How does that work? <laughs> now y'all always want to be talking about us and our hair and all this that and the other. I I need to know how do how it like literally you had a cone head like the cone heads on saturday night live and it all fit in that hat because how can you not see (laughs) i'm being serious how can we not see that that's our fault that's our bad we can't even be mad how did we go from raheem's sexy hair to cone head so anyways we were talking the phone we was talking about the fact that these dudes about to have to cut their beards off so that they don't get the corona daddy (laughs) and they about to be walked around looking like the, the kangaroo in the face 
<laughs> you are killing me. <laughs> Raheem, this is your fault. She was already giddy when she got to the show. <laughs> but don't do kangaroos be having do kangaroos be having them long ass faces pull up. I gotta find I gotta find one. Don't do kangaroos be having them long faces though, Brandy. No, seriously. <laughs> no, for real. But we can still take joy in knowing that <laughs> that would not be a problem with Raheem. We have seen him without a beard. Girl, hold it up. <laughs> this child is Googling a picture <laughs> of a kangaroo. <laughs> I cannot deal with myself right now. I need you to come on back to Earth. Tell the class about the wine that you had. Girl, if you don't look at these fucking I, am not, I will not look at that. I am the designated podcaster today. I am keeping us in line. No. I am no. the DP. The show will stop until she look at this damn gang of road. We is cut. I'm cutting this will, shit off. I will pull I will the blood. No, in listen. This malarkey. Look, girl. Look. No, listen. I need I everybody need to see that. I to need know that to when some up. of these men shave their beards <laughs> off, they gonna look like baby pugs. I know that. <laughs> I don't need to see that picture to know that. <laughs> and also know Maybe that Raheem right. would not have this listen. problem. I'm gonna need y'all to. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to get y'all support group together. <laughs> And since I know she is not going to edit this out, this is where you take a pause and go and Google a picture of a kangaroo Ooh. and a pug puppy. No, listen. Because listen that's how me. some guys are going to know when they have to shave their beards. Please I need, start putting tea tree oil on that thing I need, now. I need y'all to, this is what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to get y'all support groups together. Because oh you God. know it's going to be at least one out of five of y'all that's going gonna, gonna to be kangaroo-ish. So y'all need to make sure, because you know y'all be bliffing each other up already. You know y'all got that whole black men don't cheat um, hashtag and just brothers lifting brothers up. So I I need y'all to start forming. Skin up. I need y'all to start <laughs> forming y'all support groups now. Uh uh-uh. Because when people got to start t- cutting these beards off, they gonna do what they've been doing anyway. They just gonna fill it in with that um that pencil light thing, uh, uh, Beijing, that stuff. Yeah, they gonna draw it Girl. on their faces and be looking like Jermaine Jackson. Gonna be look on the side, <laughs> like go uh, gonna be looking like the Tin Man. Yeah, well, that's why I said Jermaine right. Jackson. I seen the picture side by side of them. Right. They look just right. alike. Right, foolishness gonna be looking like spice adams oh my when he be doing that dude beijing king so trying not to listen to you right now all right so okay i'm sorry (laughs) y'all please please excuse me i'm i am not this person i am i am this person you are and it's okay i don't think y'all have ever saw guess who loves you more me Me. he loves you more he do he do 
Mm-hmm. You know. So tell them about the wine you had. Girl, I don't know what kind of wine it was, but it was delicious. Um it was a red, it was a sweet red wine. Oh wait, let me see. Um shout out to the city winery where you can get some of the best tasting quality wine in Atlanta. Bruschetta. That sounds Italian. Damari Bruschetta. Oh, it was delicious. It was very good. Okay, so, all right. I I guess we need to get back on. I'm trying to backtrack to see how we got to, because we said about the beard. Oh, because we were talking about his beard. We were talking about his current style. Yes, it's amazing. It's basically all we were saying. Mm Mm-hmm. How about we just play another random clip? <laughs> Let's see here. Roll that beautiful bean <laughs> With the sweaty rabbits. Just telling you what you to know do. See, that way people don't think I was perverted. He actually did say that. <laughs> you need to send me that clip. I'm going to put that as like a ringtone or my alarm in the morning. I'll make that my alarm in the morning for Alexa. You know, I just, I just got to say that I love Raheem Devon. I think you love Raheem Devon. Just in case anybody missed it. And just wasn't clear. The first 772 times that I've stated it. <clears throat> um... So, so yeah, so we were talking about his hair. He is, his hair. Look, I'm back. Y'all see how I came back like that? Boom. Bring it back. Bring it back. <clears throat> um, loved his hair. I love, I do, I love his stylist. Like, this last, like, two years, he's kind of, like, really revamped. He was in the gym, and I remember him talking about it. He was in the gym real heavy. And um, then his, his whole style changed up. And he actually looks pretty good in the things that he wears. So some of the glasses he be having on, I'd be like, why you, you know. He's very eclectic. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. So what did he have on? He had on like some, he had on like a black Black leather leather jacket. jacket. Mm -hmm. Black slacks. Yeah. And like this grayish, bluish, blackish, those those different <laughs> colors shirt, <laughs> little splash of white. It was nice. Um, it was nice. 
just overall, it was just a good experience, period. The venue, the show, the starting on time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nobody hating. Somebody did sit there and just record the whole freaking show with the camera. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, how can you experience it for yourself? And that was my thing. Like, I got a couple of clips, Mm -hmm. but sometimes he'll just get into that mode or hit that note and it remind me he can make me put my phone down. Yeah, he the one the the my most favorite part of the show. I did not get a clip of. Mm -mm. I again. He, but that's the thing with us. We. We lived at that time where you couldn't do all of that. You had to just take in and make mental notes of that memory. But does it? But in, in saying that, does it surprise you that there are people our age who they just can't seem to live in the moment? Like they have to. Everything has to be out there. It has to be shared, and I'm like why like why it's nothing more aggravating to me to be on social media or something and i get a notification that somebody's going live and you're going live on your freaking iphone negative five with no Mm -hmm. signal on it Mm -hmm. and everything's all pixelated look like i'm playing legend of zelda or something Mm. because you just had to share with me that you were in seat number 567 of this concert right it wanted me to see that dot bouncing around on stage <laughs> right and it's, I, it's okay you don't have to share every everything. single thing with me and when it comes to me yeah when i'm blogging and doing media coverage i'm supposed to otherwise if you want to see everything that i saw you should have put in the money and the ticket or applied and came also i don't have to share the whole thing with you i'm not there to make a documentary i'm there to make memories listen now i'll go on a rant about that one because i get tired of that i used to travel with this travel group and i was doing their social media for a while and you talking about burnout you talking about burnout like i don't know how people work um like having to like monitor or just always be on social media like after that after those couple of years of doing that I literally that's how I started swearing off of Facebook like it happened back then like I just could not do like because people overshare that's what I'm trying to say that's what I'm trying to get to like we don't it's have content to know overload. every single freaking thing enjoy how about you how about you enjoy your vacation how about you take some pictures you know you take a little video or whatever for your you know your own memories it's your and enjoy your vacation like you don't you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to refer back to a video because you can't even remember what happened because you were recording like you should be in the moment I've had to say this so many times over the past so many over the past few years because it's just like a picture does not have to always be taken for everything. Just be mindful and be aware and present. I mean, you paid your money for a ticket. You got dressed, 
got cute or whatever, you came all the way out transportation-wise, paid for parking, paying for food, paying for your alcohol, and don't even remember what songs were played. Right. Don't know what color shirt he had on. Don't even know what really happened because you did all of that preparation to pull out your phone and share it with somebody that don't even speak to you on a daily basis. Facts. And it's your experience. Now, for me, I took some videos because I'm just such a fan. I want to be able to have that visual and see it again. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it was one guy there with a camera, and I swear he was just holding and recording the whole show. And I'm like, do you even – are you even aware what's really going on, what songs Mm -hmm. are being performed or anything like that? Because I'm like, I do media. If you coming to do media, you ain't paying. You just paid to miss the whole show. Listen, I... That's not a fan. I have forgotten what I was going to say, so... Like I always. I mean, if you just wanted to hear the music and not actually see it or feel any of the energy that Raheem puts out in a live performance, you should have just stayed in your house and watched. I mean, listen to Pandora. Okay, I remember now. Or something like that. I have hundreds (laughs) upon hundreds of pictures and videos that I've taken on vacations that. I have yet to publish. Like people still asking me, like the pictures I took at hedonism, or some things are just for your own personal collection. Right. Everything that has been taken in this phone is not. I'm not obligated, right, to show anything to you. Whether we're in podcasting or media or blogging or anything, some things are just for our own personal collection. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's somebody see you taking a like picture, they want, you to sh- they want you to share the picture because they saw you taking one. I saw you took some video. Can you send it to me? No. Especially when it's, especially when it's people who had the same opportunity that you had to go to well, these ask you, specific- do you want to go? No, right. I'm going to just chill and what and wait for me. But you want me to be, no, that's not how this works, any of this works. You like come I and said, get some of the sweaty rabbit yourself. You are not going to get mine. <laughs> I have hundreds, I mean, like so many pictures. And every once in a while, I just sit back and I just look at my pictures of me, like that I that I have not shared with anyone, which means they're just still sacred to me. But it you know just takes you back like, to whatever you were feeling at that time. Yeah, and once you, you put them out moment. there, they're out there. So it's like I, I just hope that there are people out that that I'm not the only person in the world that that takes pictures just for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like just for you, like not to ever share with anybody. These pictures are just for you. Like, I hope it's other people that do that. I hope and then I'm not especially weird. at events. You have to also respect the artist. Correct. Because that was one of the first things that they were saying to not have your cell phone out much and everything like that. And you never know if that artist is actually typing a lie for themselves Mm -hmm. to go and sell the DVD or something like that. I mean, it's no good by, I mean, not saying it's no good, but if you've already shared the whole freaking concert, 
I remember when um, the first time I had heard like a comedian or something say that you couldn't bring, um, mm-hmm. you know, cell phones and stuff in. I think it was a Kevin Hart or a Dave Chappelle. A Dave Chappelle, They'll Chappelle, make you turn in your phone. I think it's an excellent idea, to be honest. Like, I I, I think it's, I mean, yeah, would I, would I miss a little bit of pictures and videos or whatever that I would have taken? Yes, but I, I honestly think that it's a great idea to do. Like, for the, if I was an artist, I'd probably do that. And then especially if they're going to get the content and have it professionally produced. I don't care if I couldn't get any of it myself. I'll just buy it when you put it out. I'm surprised that you can have cell phones in strip clubs now. You can? Girl, all this You've been video? to a strip club? Like? No, I'm saying all these videos that's been coming on Twitter oh, well, yeah. and everything of people in strip clubs. Like, if I owned a strip club... Ain't no phones allowed, bro. We're not doing this. That's pornography almost. Almost. Ain't no telling what you like liability for my own liability. I'm going to be like, bro, you can't bring that phone in here. So what Raheem did tonight was just remind us of what life was like in the 90s Mm. it was a Mm. simpler time everybody didn't know everything people didn't always feel the need to make sure that everybody knew every single thing and that at that time people were more open to each other when it came to love right and love was not just this word that just gets thrown around like it's just any old little thing. Love is a big word that people used to choke on because they want to make sure that it was being said to the right person. And those are some of the things that he even talks about in his music. So I think that's one of the reasons why we feel so strongly about the Raheem Devon experiences because it takes us back to that happier time, to that simpler time when we actually thought that love was possible. Mm-hmm. I have moments now I'm like, well, man, forget it. Just start my damn cat collection. Cause I just don't think that I'm ever going to experience that kind of nineties R and B love my me and my man gonna grow old rocking chair on the porch kind of thing but he brings that hope back because he let me know that life imitates art so if he's performing about that somebody's actually thinking about that out there in the world right i feel it so i think that's why i am such a fan of his music because it makes my soul happy and it let me know that i'm not alone in my thinking and my feeling and my emotion well, I am a fan. Um, Plus, he's sexy. Uh, actually, let me correct myself. I am a stan. I am the stan. <laughs> the number one stan of Raheem Devine. And um, for for several reasons, I think. Um, but his just his whole vibe. Like. He's genuine. I've I've met him a, f- a couple of times, like, you know, 
actually got to speak to him, talk to him, whatever. And he's a cool dude. He's such a kind. He He's so cool. Even just going back to the days when we would be on Twitter and he had that whole 368 group and um you know he, he like when he was really 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 Ooh, you took it back. did you say 360 group 368 i think is what it was and he had the 368 honeys and all of that i can't you remember you took it back um, then was oh that is that was that the maybe the name of his label at the time or the label he was trying to start so i can't remember uh but yeah he he would do that and he would um do these videos this was before you know twitter live and, and facebook and instagram live it was when you had to actually go to like a separate <laughs> browser mm-hmm. and but he was at he would go live and he would answer our questions and talk to us on there like the same stuff that he does now or actually that most of these artists do now he's he had been doing that for like forever and ever ever um so I say that to say he's personable and I like that in an artist. Like it's like he's humble. Yeah. It's like he, 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 he act like he's had a woman in his life raising him. I, he, he just acts like he's a normal ass person. Cause mm-hmm. he is. And that's, that's, you know, I admire that in him. Um, you know, but also because again, I have to reiterate, this man can sing. This man's pipes are long. That's what she said. <laughs> I just love him, y'all. Like I, I, I could go on and on and on and on about this man, but um, I, I just comedy. I just, I, I just love him so. Um, I guess we can uh wrap it up with the with one more clip. We're gonna wrap it up by saying, Raheem, we know you're gonna hear this and we need our interview. Dear Raheem Devon, <laughs> I sent you a tweet, you tweeted me back. Boom. Said boom. I'ma grant your wish. Okay. So I ain't heard back from you. I feel like you ghosted me. I still love you though. I'm st- I'm still like stalking you and stuff. It's you know it's no biggie. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm gonna just sit around and wait for my 15 minutes that I asked for that you said you was gonna give me. So, um, yeah, we want that and uh, we love you and thank you for uh allowing us to have a great night in an intimate setting with you and your voice and your uh sweaty um rabbits. rabbits. And um, the people that was in the front row that did, didn't know the damn songs, so I'm still kind of shout out about that. shout out to them. So, all right, yeah. let me let me see if I get the right clip. All right, y'all, peace. Let me see. Peace, you guys. Is this the one? Let's see. Did we listen to that one already? That's not it, y'all. I'm gonna keep going until I find it. So hold on. Raw and uncut. It just is what it is. Y'all be all right. Here we go. Alright. 
Come on, Rye. stepped away from the mic y'all mm. ridiculous mm. all right he has a song named ridiculous he does <laughs> he does he's ridiculous yes he, he is that range wait let me just make sure i ain't got no more clips hold on did we listen to this one already This gonna just, be the last just one. Bless him with it again. Yeah. Mm. Chills. Yeah, we listened to this one already, but y'all look at Yeah. And with that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>